Every for yeah. every dune, another Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> this is what your monkey's paw wish. No, I, I went to the, like a Brad Pitt's like one for them, one for me sort of rule. Where like, if you want to do, if you want to do two, you're gonna have to do four Wonkas for us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. God damn it! How many Wonkas yeah. is this gonna? If cost? you want to get to the weird, if you want to get to the weird Dune shit, uh, Children of Wonka is what you got to make. <laughs> Chapter House Wonka. <laughs> God, God Emperor, Emperor Wonka. Of Wonka. Huh? <laughs> Everybody, welcome back. It's Saturday morning, Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Andy. I'm Austin. I'm Rory. And today, what? What are the odds? What are what are the odds running into you two at the grocery store? You you crazy! <laughs> oh, that's hey. so funny. That's so funny. Oh, wow! You see, did, you see a friend where you didn't think your friend would be? Yeah, that's oh, oh gosh. It, you know, I never really picture you shopping for 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 food, but but here you are. Ah, just makes you ah, so funny. That's so funny that we're here at the same time. What are you looking for? Anybody anybody need anything in particular? I'm just getting wet meat. <laughs> wet meat? Yeah. I'm getting wet meat. Yeah. You tired of the dry? I'm tired of dry meat. I want wet meat. <laughs> it's like a cat. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally understand that, Rory. Where, what, what are you doing down this this aisle, the same aisle as me? I'm ambitiously making my way towards the to the fruits and vegetables, where I'll ultimately make some sort of capitulation about why I don't get everything and go oh. back to, and go back to the grains, go back to the to the to the core, the nexus of the grocery store, the grains. Yeah. I do have to always tell myself some sort of story when I'm in there. Oh, these these don't look like I. There's too many in one bunch for me to use. No, it's, I'll never use these in time. They'll <laughs> just go bad. Pizzas never do. Frozen pizzas <laughs> don't go bad. Frozen pizza never left me. <laughs> Frozen pizza never left me. <laughs> uh, if what you'll I- notice, I am waterproofing the uh, like filling up all the holes in my shopping cart so that I can uh, pour more liquid. Uh, in here and sort of let the meat oh, continue is to wet stay wet. Meat live fish? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just grab the lobsters out of the... Out oh, of the God. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, I have to preserve the freshness all the way, yeah. all the way home. Andy, you can eat this. It's not seafood. It's just wet meat. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Actually, honest, Austin, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Mike... Your uh-huh. kid stole the tuna out of my kid's lunch the other day, uh, and yes, uh, Trenson re- is Trenson is learning how to be a cat burglar. <laughs> yeah, starting with uh-huh. cat cat things. <laughs> Take what cats would want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he needs wet meat, and he needs to to steal to steal wet meat. This is really bring Daddy really back a fish. Don't disappoint me, <laughs> Trenson. 
<laughs> you know what? I don't disagree with your parenting, but here in the here in the in aisle seven, I can't bring myself to to don't say come home. further. Don't come home without wet meat. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, once I... I can't go back to dry. <laughs> once, I, once I eat this wet meat, I'll have... I'll be full I'm of... I'm spoiled now, Trenton. I'll be full... I'll be, I'll be full of helpings. I'll, I'll be full... Oh! I'll, I'll, I'll have had... I'll have had uh, so many helpings. Yeah, of the wet of meat. Of wet meat. You won't, you won't even need a second helping. Part three. Welcome to Second Helpings. Part three of Saturday Morning Tuesday's most recent arc, where we revisit shows that we already watched a teeny bit of to find out if our initial thoughts were correct or if we learned something new. This is the last week. This is the last week of this, uh, this particular arc because we came up with six shows worth revisiting. We did... Uh, fighting foodons and samurai pizza cats in week one. Last week we did Superbook and Men in Black, and this week, my God, we have decided to take a, a another little look see through the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers and Stiker Cats. Catch- and Stiker Cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! It's all-purpose cultural cat girl Nuku Nuku, and I bet she eats that wet food too. Mm. But you have a lot in common. Is Slacker Cats our official worst show? I don't remember off the top of my I head. I think it is still. I think it's yeah. got to be. It, it It is in the first hundred. It's the bottom of our tier list. <laughs> I don't know that anything is taken. Take, it, would, it would take, it would take it would us take making quite a, a lot. very strange life choice to wind up watching mm-hmm. worse than anything worse than Slacker Cats. Yeah, my God. Um, but no, I, I, I'm excited. These were... Uh, I think for very different reasons we wanted to watch uh, more of these mm. two shows. Nuku Nuku, I feel like I loved like a it weird when we watched promi- it the first time. Yeah, and I kind of love this one again. Yeah, kinda, it's it's I, a very it's it's a very interesting slice of its time. It really brings me back uh, in time, anime wise, uh, in a in yeah. a in a weirdly specific way. Like you know those memories that like kind yeah, of, it's like the bubblegum crisis era. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you have this sort of thing, but like there are a few memories. There's like memories and then there's like kid memories that feel almost like bigger, like they're too big to take up space in your head because they like come with too many senses or like they're unexplained. They're like weirdly mm-hmm. like there's something weird about the kid memories sometimes. And like Nuku Nuku takes me back to a place like that with like VHS tapes. And like yeah, I would get this tape know. at a half price books, mm-hmm. you know, like and watch this and be confused or like when I was watching Slayers on the International Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you have a crush on Lena Inverse? Yes, I bet you did. I bet you did, you nasty little boy. <laughs> and then, and then, Galaxy Rangers. We've come back to multiple times, and we're always. It's not even a second helping with Galaxy Rangers. This is just more helpings, please. Thank you. Yeah, um, always good. So yeah, I mean, while while we're here, gosh darn it, you know, our carts have collided here in the in aisle seven. Why don't we? Why don't we talk a little bit about these cartoons? Should we bob forward? Let's wet this meat. <laughs> Let's meet our wet cartoons. Ugh. <laughs> In 2086, two peaceful aliens journeyed to Earth, seeking our help. In return, they gave us the plans for our first hyperdrive, allowing mankind to open the doors to the stars. 
We have assembled a team of unique individuals to protect Earth and our allies. Courageous pioneers committed to the highest ideals of justice and dedicated to preserving law and order across the new frontier. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. Okay, so now that Austin has slopped his wet meat all over the floor. <laughs> uh, hey, no guts, no glory. From that's the, right. What, that's the guts right. from the fish. I'm going to gut you like a fish. <laughs> no, I'm going to glory you. Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's different. You guys are off the rails. <laughs> uh, we watched the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. We watched episode 13, Space Sorcerer. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. Yeah. it jingles our bells. Like a cat to wet meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nico gets a distress call from Iktar. A, like a wet moth to a flame. <laughs> wet moth. <laughs> what is this weird water world you're inventing? <laughs> Like a toad to a wet sprocket. <laughs> the last space sorcerer has taken over their planet and is forcing them to dig for star stones. <laughs> the rangers confront him and he disappears in a cloud of smoke, vowing revenge. <laughs> what a good synopsis. Yeah, oh. that's what happens. Shit, I'll, honestly, like I would watch a movie called The Last Space Sorcerer. Like in a heartbeat. I just love the world of Galaxy Rangers not being scared at all to have science and weird magic in the same place at the same time. That's one of my favorite things about this sort of like weird space setting is like, they, what is it they say? The commander calls them early on in the episode and he's like, like, apparently this area of space used to be ruled by sorcerers. A race yes. of sorcerers. They're uh -huh. culturally sorcerers. Like <laughs> the parents teach their little kids how to be spooky old men. <laughs> how to ponder their orbs. <laughs> ponder it's that orb. <laughs> Damn, but dad. I swear to God, if you don't ponder that orb. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck. it was called the Sorcerer System. <laughs> just so fucking good. I I can't like just Space Wizards is it, it, it's amazing. But yeah, I mean, look, we also we just watched Bucky O'Hare, which was also very uncompromisingly Star Wars, and I definitely mm -hmm. also feel that again. I mean, basically every cartoon in the '80s was just some version of Star Wars. Like it was oh, just yeah. so. Well, these like, little, just these willing to say the word magic and just put a wizard in space. You know, well, Star Wars kind of dresses it up a little bit. Yes, but also like we had Ewoks in this one. We had we did have yeah, fucking full blown Ewoks. Yeah, we had a C three PO. We have a sassy C three PO. Um, I mean, he's main cast. That's Buzz oh, Wang. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Buzz <laughs> Wang. But Buzz Wang is also a C three PO. You know, Buzz Wang brings the heat this week. <laughs> I fucking yeah. love Buzz Wang. He really I buzzes just... the Wang. <laughs> so what's the what's the synopsis of this show? I guess they're just they're just galaxy rangers they're, yeah they're just they're, space cops and they get the space they get, they get assignments they say silver hawks space. like this this show this episode it doesn't exactly start in media res because we we watch them fly to this 
the sorcerer system and they get kind of an info dump, but we don't meet like we don't see Nico meeting Iktar at the at the Ren Fair, you know. We're just already on our way. <laughs> no. <laughs> mhm. And I I I like that. That what's yeah, weird saves time. I'm I'm sort of jumping to one of my <laughs> big not beefs with the story, but just like it's just funny. The way that this is set up, there's the sorcerer and he's got this weird henchman and from a Larry? citadel he rules over this planet. <laughs> Where they've got these little Ewok motherfuckers that are enslaved and forced to mine his star crystals and or what no what they're star stones, is that what they're called? Star yeah. stones. <laughs> but to make sure that they're working, he's got big, scary, burly demon lizards. And if I was him, I'd just make the big burly demon lizards mine for my star <laughs> stones. Rather than using them as a then go-between make for the, the tiny make the te- Ewoks the with little, the soft the hands. Weak- the weak teddy bears who are constantly like getting too tired to mine and yes. they're just like oh like they're so tired they're little stuffed animal people and you can't why are you doing it this way yeah and the demons are so good at using whips like they're using yeah. their whips constantly they're good but they're good with tools <laughs> not enough dig more stones please can we stop we're so tired let us rest. No, keep working. Work faster. <laughs> yeah, really. That that is a huge oversight. Thank you for mentioning it. Yeah, you got it. I'm just here to bring the reality. So. <laughs> yeah, I I do have to say I feel like the magic for Galaxy Ranger faded a little bit on this one. I feel like all the other episodes we saw were just so out there and so bananas like we had like the space moby dick episode uh-huh. and, and the we psycho had crystals the like, battle of the psycho bands. crystals yeah and this was kind of i don't know it, it was kind of a letdown for me uh it was a little vanilla yeah yeah um i just didn't get a lot of sorcerer action something i enjoyed was the overt derision of the sorcerer like they just don't yes like, they just mock him and laugh in his face. And it's, you know, cartoons, there's always a villain who's kind of silly and the and the audience laughs. To have the main characters just like stopping what they're doing to point and laugh. It's really that is really good. good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um I the the because we don't see much of the sorcerer for most of the episode. He uh most mostly it's just we cut over to him being kind of menacing and his uh, his second in command toady guy his yes man larry? is uh larry, larry. <laughs> and larry keeps trying to tell him something and he doggedly will not listen because he doesn't think larry has anything good to offer ah the galaxy rangers the fools uh excuse me my lord i know you're busy and all but i silence they would dare to challenge me, mogul, most powerful of the... Uh, but, but my lord, I wouldn't dream of interrupting, but there's something. Be silent, I say! As we come to find out at the very end of the episode, Larry's been trying to tell him the entire time that his star stones, upon like a day's contact with <laughs> oxygen, just crumble. Uh, right. Which is pretty big information that he should have had. Which but, also, uh, doesn't that mean that this entire conflict would have been over if they just waited it out for another, like, 12 <laughs> hours or something? Maybe. Well, it seems like he didn't. It seems like he's he's in sort of a he's in sort of a, a an echo chamber where he uh, until Larry tells him he thinks he's just getting more star stones forever. 
Nobody, yeah. none of the lizard men has has mentioned this. I don't know what the chain of command is like, but he just has no idea. I mean, maybe if they spent more time doing the actual mining, they might have figured yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is, it, you know, it, it's not really explored because this is really more about a space wizard than, uh, than like kind of hard sci-fi this episode in particular, but in Galaxy Rangers in general. The idea mm-hmm. that you're like, in, you have this sort of, you have the, the, the these enslaved Ewoks mining a resource that, ex, that just melts in 24 hours and you just yeah. do it anyway. It's kind of Which, interesting. Like, how it, am I going to use this does. resource infinitely forever with the 24 And it makes sense limit. why that people, like, why they never actually uh, mined it before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They're like, oh, no, we don't use that shit. That's, you know, that's about to be worthless. But oh, I don't you mean, understand. What, star stones? You mean crumble rock? <laughs> 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 yeah, um, but they still like they sound the alarm. So a, a guy named Iktar, I believe, uh, go find <laughs> mm-hmm. finds his uh, runs away from the slave camps and and finds his communicator to Nico from the Galaxy Rangers, and sends uh, sends up the SOS. Um, and I do love that when they arrive, they do meet uh, Iktar's daughter Becca. Becca, <laughs> which is like, if you're gonna name a guy Iktar, Iktar. and then have their daughter be Becca, it's just like, no. <laughs> I'm Caranthalus, and here's my wife Susan. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's very, it's very, very good. I love it very much. Yeah. Um, so all of them have come down to the planet. So just to sort of state that out loud, right? We've got what's his name, Zachary Fox. Is that his name, Zachary? Zachary. Uh, and then we've got uh, Nico, this psychic woman. Yeah, we've got Zozo. Buzz Wang, the robot. We've got Zozo, who's kind of—I <laughs> don't know what he is. He's kind of an alien with <laughs> big ears. He's a weirdo. He's a little weirdo. <laughs> He's a little weirdo. And then they've got uh, Goose. Goose. Someone. Good old what is Goose. it? Shane. Shane Gooseman. Goose. <laughs> yeah. Let's, and <laughs> let's re- let's recap. Zachary, Nico. Buzzwang, Zozo, and Goose. <laughs> Which I think is why I'm so char- I was so charmed reading uh the synopses of this show, trying to find episodes for this, because every sentence is nonsense reading <laughs> yeah. from this show. And they introduce a new noun every single time. Like it is it is baffling. Um oh, that's so good. Just reading, just reading of just like Zozo and Bing Bong do the you know turn the the flipper into into Buzz Wings zap yeah <laughs> man no it's good uh sort of related not really one of my favorite lines just because it's so awkward like no one would ever say this out loud uh they're they're gonna split up and take take this fortress uh from the from the sorcerer and two or three of them no. Yeah, two or three of them are going to, like, go and just do a distraction fight against all the lizard men. And they say, remember, the battle's only a diversion. Hey, don't worry. We've got the easy job. Right, Buzz Wang? Of course. Good luck, Zach, Nico, Sozo. (laughs) (laughs) Who says all three names? (laughs) You don't just do that. You don't just... (laughs) That's so weird. Yeah. Like... It'd be ah, oh, it's just it. Oh, it just felt so strange. It said all their yeah. names instead of like "bye, everyone." Bye, good luck, y'all. Good luck. The friends. dialogue is incredibly stiff. It is so yeah. robotic, especially from Zachary. I think Zachary is the worst offender. He's the sort of like 
you know, the straight white yeah. brown haired leader guy who's who has no real character. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently had or has a wife. Some uh, you know we'll, that uh, Eliza we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but every time he says something, it is very much like he just states the obvious. He's just kind of pointing at things happening and then saying them very definitively. Um, where I'm trying to remember the, the, the thing at the end when, when, uh, the, what Mongol Mo, mogul, mogul, the mogul, the, the wizard, uh, sorcerer, sorry, the sorcerer disappears and he says, yes, mogul, we shall meet again, but I don't think you'll enjoy that meeting. Like <laughs> add a little bit of pizzazz, buddy. Like, I, I know he's so boring. He's so dead boring. Yeah, but he'll just say things like the shot missed. I will shoot again. Nico, <laughs> you are shooting at him. Do it, Nico. Like this. This is this is not. Yeah. Adding anything. Yeah. Know? There's that moment where he's like where he has his gun misfires. Oh, dark. This is no time for a misfire. Bad time for a misfire. Well, yeah, we yeah, we know. <laughs> yes. Yes, he it is. is. Telling, he is telling and showing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so Zach and, uh, and Nico end up in the sorcerer's domain and they kind of get separately mind whammied with like weird memory visions or whatever. They're sort of half baked. Like time one of memories them, or so. I don't know. I liked one of them just because it's Zach and he's, he's having a vision of his wife, Eliza, but in real life, it's a giant evil lizard gargoyle looking thing. With like a cop and every piece time and a harness. <laughs> Yeah, and every time he like the the whammy takes over and he sees Eliza, it's so funny because this giant evil thing is like now tiny woman. Oh, and come he's like to hugging me. her. Yeah, and then it like he snaps out of it and he's getting just full on choked by an eight foot monster. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was amusing to me, but after trying to fist fight him for like the whole scene, he just pulls out gun and shoots gun and it fully vaporizes him. And I just don't know why you don't lead with gun if that's what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he thought it, he thought it was wife. He can't he gun thought it wife. was wife. You can't gun wife. <laughs> the first thing they teach you. <laughs> now, now, Zachary, you know, you can't <laughs> gun wife. <laughs> but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. I can't gun wife. <laughs> Uh, the uh, showdown should, with the sorcerer is amusing, though. Yes, we should uh, we should clip drop the uh, the 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 final moment of the sorcerer telling Larry to. Uh... <laughs> so there is one last space sorcerer, the greatest of the space sorcerers. Ah, uh, my lord, maybe you shouldn't silence Larry. Silence, silence. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I um this this these moments are, are are odd to me because he he uses like a bunch of his space power to summon a dragon and this is a DBZ ass dragon by the way this feels it like is very Shen, what Shenron Enron uh-huh. Enron yeah yeah Enron and Nico gets mad at how the dragon is attacking Zach and she just starts kicking at it like a little baby. <laughs> And then I guess she realizes through contact with it that it's just an illusion and she starts laughing. Well, it has no mental, it has, it has no mental connection or whatever. Yes. Like as a psychic person, she can connect mm-hmm. with things, but you can't connect with an illusion, which 
Uh, I think yeah, it's, but, it's kind of a fun note. But apparently it's also intangible because she says, when I kicked the dragon on the tail, I must have physically kicked Mogul instead. And it cuts to Mogul like rubbing his butt comically. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so weird. Like, this guy is nothing. I love how much of a yeah, nothing. What was your play? What was your play here? Are they going to attack the dragon? And then just and walk then through you're it. Gonna, you're going to get attacked or what? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be scared. So the, I guess they'll leave. I don't. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. But yeah, they, he, he literally, this fight ends with him slipping on something and falling onto his butt. And then it's a star stone. And then it melts in front of him. And then the whole cast sensibly chuckles at him one by one. <laughs> it's. It's really wild. They just laugh, and he disappears into a cloud. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I like that there's a sort of a strange hierarchy of magic. Like he summoned an illusion dragon, and they were just they were they were taunting him for not being able to summon real dragons. Yeah, <laughs> which they cannot do. But they know no. illusions are lame, and real dragons rule. <laughs> <laughs> What is he? He keeps like trying to call on like dark spirits or something. Like, what is it that he says? I don't don't remember, but that was like his his final move that he thought maybe he could he could use the energy to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, I'll call up the demons of the outer dark. Mm. Oh, you'll pay for this. I'll call up the demons of the outer dark. I, I, I don't have the strength left. Yeah. Uh. Except he can't. He's too weak. He can't do it. And he slips and he falls like a like a real baby. <laughs> yeah, such a goof. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you, Austin. This one wasn't this. This one didn't take me to the the highest heights that that the previous episodes of Galaxy Rangers have done. Yeah, I felt like every time we watched a Galaxy Rangers episode, I was like, I have no idea what's coming next. I, I don't know what to expect. Every new episode could be the craziest thing I I've ever seen. I kind of did feel now, that with this in the sense that, like, I really did not know. It was it was taken big turns. It just wasn't really necessarily that entertaining the whole way. Yeah. yeah we also we don't learn much through the whole yeah. episode. I mean, there's there's that reveal that they crumble at the end. But like we hear at the beginning, the star stones are enhancing my power. And then it takes the entire end of the episode when they're fighting him to be like the star stones. They're enhancing his power. Like, yeah, we we know. Yeah, man. <laughs> we know we've, yeah. we've known this the whole time. It was time, a bit so of a turd, especially by Galaxy Ranger standards. No argument there. Mm-hmm. The Yeah. I mean, the, the fact that after that, yes, we got we got that sort of fun, fun reveal. But. You know, it just, a lot of it did feel like a waste of time. Sad. And there wasn't a song about Psycho Crystals, so. <laughs> Psycho Crystals! Drop that clip. <laughs> <laughs> Galaxy Rangers, hunt us down. Search the universe town by town. Armed with phases, blasters, Should we go to an ad? Yeah, let's do it.
Austin. Yes, sir. Austin, this one's going to get a little political. I mm, hope you're good. ready. Good. So this was a, we've got a we've got a new sponsor who would like us to get the the word out, maybe help his PR a little bit. Can you tell everyone about our haunted mayor? Yeah, I would love to tell you about our haunted mayor. Um, <laughs> this is basically well. Let me step back a little bit. So, in 1995, uh, <laughs> the three of us. You know, we were we were young, we were naive, uh, but we bought a little town, um, you know, in a in a small, quiet part of Washington. Uh, you know, we pooled our allowance money and things were cheaper in the 90s. You know, yes. uh, it was Clinton. You know, we were in a in a <laughs> surplus uh, and uh, I said Death it was going to political. Yeah. And we bought a town. We bought a little town. And boy, as children, we. And, you know, I'm not happy about this, but, man, we bossed that mayor around uh, <laughs> real bad. I mean, I think we fundamentally misunderstood the entire transaction and sort of what his ability was. but Or the you know, purpose of a mayor, generally. Mm -hmm, right. Exactly. And sort of, yeah. And he was just a full adult man, but he was very a sweet person. Very sweet. Yeah. And he generally acquiesced to a lot of our demands that I see in, in hindsight were childish, you know, to be expected. Because uh, we yeah, were he, six, seven, eight, you know. Um, he can't. He can't. In all conscience, he, he no no human can provide M and M's forever. I don't know what right. that means. <laughs> right. But. but he did pass away um, in mm -hmm. the late '90s, uh, not long after uh, our purchase. Uh, and I would say it was a very formative growing up moment for us. We had a real sort of stand by me situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, probably you know. earlier than we, you know, developmentally should have should have had that experience. But, uh, you know, uh, it's hard to say exactly what part of the accident uh, we were connected to. And I think legally our hands are clean. We have it. to say no part. Right. Yeah. Right. But the mayor we've seen recently um, as the town sort of hit its hundredth anniversary or whatever, uh, and we came back to visit it. Uh, we just sort of s started seeing weird little things in town. You know, we started hearing the mayor's sort of <laughs> jovial voice in our ears <laughs> that felt like, you know, we hadn't heard it in a while. And, you know, he, he, he has like a, he had like a little hammer, right? That was his signature thing, his, mm. the mayor's hammer. And uh, it <laughs> felt like it felt like his apparition wants to hit us with it. And that's just the vibe that I'm getting, but I don't know. Yeah. Every now and again, you can still hear him like a like a little bit of an echo of him going like, no, we can't put a pool here. Right. Um, and right. as and he it, uses his mayor's hammer to build the pool that we demanded. Yeah. 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 And then he did fall in the hammer. pool and die. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's that's ancient history. Anyway, our haunted mayor is... Uh, a pretty fun, I would say, experience, a kind of fun summer that we've been having uh, based on what we did all those summers ago and and really nostalgic. You know, it really brings back memories to the town that we bought and the mayor who died in it. <laughs> so ultimately, I guess we'll write a best selling book about it. And this yeah, is kind of now it's bringing in a lot of tourism revenue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we're not the only ones who can hear it. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, 
His no, presence we're, is made known. It's it's hard to not. Um, we're pretty strongly <laughs> implicated in everything that he said. Um, you know, post death. Um, yeah, every now and again you hear like "You killed me." Yeah, I will list Rory the first and last names. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the people in the town definitely know. Like they don't, you know. They know yeah, what like, happened, really. They, they, then on the on the local soda fountain, when etched into the wall are our names and home addresses. Yeah, um, yeah. Some most people every, are nice enough to look away, but yeah. And every summer they burn our effigy, <laughs> um, and and cheer for the time that they legally got us to leave the town. <laughs> anyway, fun stuff. Good memories. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, those checks still clear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude. <laughs> See you later, Mayor. <laughs> Fuck you, Mayor Gordon. <laughs> See you later, loser. Well, listen. This has been uh, this has been great. I probably need to go uh, uh, to the other aisles here and uh, find some other stuff to feed my wet meat so that, <laughs> that it doesn't get too okay. hungry. For what's your plan for getting sh- that in your car? Um, like you've, you mean you've the made bath, the, the bath. He's got a the, bathtub on wheels. Honestly, the harder <laughs> part the harder part is getting it out of the store. Is uh-huh. getting is getting a a waterproofed shopping cart with a live wet meat inside <laughs> out of the store. Um, so you're not no, planning to. It just pay. goes in the truck bed. Well, yeah. there's no barcode on the live wet meat. <laughs> oh, no, it's a you're right. Life how do they meat. how do they weigh it? Well, you know they got to take it out, and you're like, no, you can't take the wet meat out, and it'll dry out. No, it'll um, dry out. You take it'll it flop, out. It'll flop it. right off the scale. You don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't breathe outside. Um, outside yeah. of the wet cart. So. Yeah, you see, I, I've got a. You go get some mirepoix for your stew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let it cook and, in the truck bed. Uh, what I also need is to talk about all-purpose cultural <laughs> cat girl Nuku Nuku, uh, episode two. Um, I wanna I wanna back up real quick before I summarize this episode, uh, and just to cover because it was a while ago when we did our it was our was. cat special. And I definitely did not remember most of what the show was oh, about. Oh, really? So um, this show, All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl, <laughs> Nuku Nuku, is about basically ultimately about a custody battle between <laughs> yes. a an inventor father and his wife, who is the CEO of a defense company, I believe, yeah. in Japan. And she is like a rich CEO and he is like a kooky absent-minded inventor and uh their son renosuke is sort of who they're fighting over this little kid and the father has escaped with the machine the cyborg that he the android sorry the android yes. that he designed um who is to Nuka look like Nuku, a school girl a uh, no, so school i want to cool. i, I want to talk see my impression of this is the, to me this is head canon, but i i think it, it it maps onto what we've seen 
I think he made her a babe just to piss off his ex-wife. I could believe that, yeah. <laughs> that is entirely possible. <laughs> Apparently, though, she was going to be used for... As a weapon. As a weapon. She's a battle droid. Right. Yeah. Yeah, So it probably pissed pissed his wife off a lot that he made her look like a schoolgirl. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, but crucially, she did not have a brain. Right. Yes, that's right. And so into into the android's head goes a cat brain. Their (laughs) recently dead cat they found. They put a cat brain in there. And so she's a cat girl android who doesn't know human stuff and is... Hot, but also, I guess, maybe, like, supposed to be sort of 15. But she's very alien. She's She doesn't have sexy lady vibe, really. And right. that's kind mm. of fun as they keep kind of trying to... every All the guys in this show are a gawk at her, and she's just a just a total alien. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and then, like, the dad's... In this one, he, he has this, like, new mermaid suit for her, which... <laughs> I feel like he is he, he wants to be into his into his cat girl android made babysitter and he's so fucked up like with his relationship with his ex-wife is so you know Shiv and Tom from Succession that he cannot <laughs> oh god he cannot do it like, yeah he, he, uh-huh the yeah, yeah she, so she's the, just part of the family now she's just she's yeah just she's Nuku-Nuku. basically yeah a family member of this incredibly broken family <laughs> um so <laughs> this episode is basically about uh it's a, it's summer in japan and everybody's got to go to the beach and hear the cicadas and everything and uh they go to the beach um basically um, the dad, sorry, what's the dad's name again? Uh, oh shit. It's, uh, Kusaku? Hold on. Kusaku. Yeah. Kusaku. It's, I, yeah. I mean, it makes me sad to say that, but that's how they say his name. Yeah. Kusaku, Kusaku is, I think gets some kind of permission from Akiko, the mom, uh, to take Rinosuke to the, to the beach. And they make an agreement that if, Renosuke gets hurt at all because she thinks the beach is dangerous and full of uh, horrible germs and uh, diseases. And broken and, bottles and things and broken that can cause bottles. peritonitis and uh-huh. cancer-causing UV rays. They both, they both bet the, the custody of their child on this beach day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. If he gets cut even once, then she'll take him back. So, you know, hijinks ensue at the beach uh, with uh, Nuku Nuku there to sort of protect Rinosuke as mom and her two henchwomen uh, try to get up to tricks in order to uh, get win this custody battle of Rinosuke. And, and I also, loved this dynamic between her yes. and her goons where yes. they're like, so we're going to, we're going to rough him up. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're going like, to cut just, him. Just like ruin the beach day. <laughs> Come on. Nice one, Lady Akiko. You're sure to get your Rinosuke back now, Lady Akiko. Why is that? Because we're going to go to the beach, right? So we can swim up close to him and give him a little cut with a thorn or something like that. What did you say? Uh, with a small thorn? You mean to injure my son? Uh, wasn't that the reason that you agreed to let Kusaku take How can I do such a thing to my son? Oh, no, I can't stop worrying. Get my limo! And be quick, or it will affect your bonuses. Yes, ma'am. 
You're gonna. I'm sorry. You're gonna cut my son? <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what yeah. I wanted to do. I thought that was the plan. I thought that was the whole fucking idea. You said if he gets cut even once, it's like you mean to injure my son? <laughs> it's yeah. Really good. It's very oh, funny. it's really good. Um, yeah. So that's that's the gist of the episode. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fun in between the A, B, yeah, and some C. Yeah. Hijinks. I, I really do hijinks. enjoy it. We find out that she's um, too. Nuka Nuka cannot swim. We we cut to her just at the bottom of the heavy. ocean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly where she dives in. She's just exactly in the same spot, but at the bottom. <laughs> uh, crucially, uh, they're not alone. So I, I just need, I need to get this in again. The kid's name is Dunosuke, but they just call him Renosuke because they don't want to bother. I can get that from some degree, but it, it's it's still weird to me. Um, but Renosuke has a cute little friend named Yoshimi who's yeah. going who's going to the beach with them. I guess Yoshimi is the one who has this like house at the beach. Um, or oh, like a rel- a relative God. with the house, yeah. And uncle so they're gonna Shinjo. go there, yeah. With uncle, her uncle Shinjo lives there, and so they're gonna go. So there's a bit of hijinks where she's like, "Aren't we gonna take the train?" It's like, "No, Nuka Nuka's gonna drive us on the bike," <laughs> and they go like eighty to a hundred miles an hour across Tokyo to like get there, and she's like fucking rattled by it. Um, but when they get there. Shinjo, Uncle Shinjo answers the door, sees how hot Nuku Nuku is, and immediately runs and does a little bit of a, you know, uh, a, a shower, you know, like a <laughs> sink shower. shower. A shit in a yeah. shower. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cleans up. Yeah. And, and makes himself look look really, look nice and comes back and his voice is deeper and he's like, oh, hello, why don't you come <laughs> on in? Um, And <laughs> he's, so, he's so gross because of the... <laughs> finally get to the beach and like the kids are playing he's like sitting next to nuka nuka and he's like hey uh, i've got this suntan oil do you want me to maybe put it on you please (laughs) what you say and then she drinks it like bender oh my god yeah so there's all these fun shenanigans along the way it's 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 very good i mean this guy's a creep uh but you know but it, it's played for laughs because he gets nowhere because she's a cat. I think they do a pretty good job keeping her a weird alien robot cat that, like, it's funny yes. when people hit on her because they don't know she's a cat robot. Yep. <laughs> yep. But we do. She's just a babe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I had so much fun watching this. Um, it was good. I the, I enjoyed this more than the first episode. I Me think. too. This is really entertaining. Yeah. And the animation when we get to the fight at the end. Yeah. No, I really fun. I enjoyed it. There's it's a weird thing, right? I mean, I was saying this earlier, but like there's a vibe of like these older shows. And I know that new shows, there are still plenty that are made that are not like, you know, all about creating lore and long storytelling and whatnot. But it feels like you know, the Derrigur kind of thing at the time in the late 80s and into the 90s was like, especially with anime, was like just a bunch of like kind of comedy shows. Like it's like there's a situation. It's funny. We're going to kind of put these characters in different situations every week. We're not building to anything. There's going to be like 20 episodes of shenanigans. It's going to be funny and we'll move on. And like, I don't know if that's always what I'm looking for, but like there's something, I don't know, something like a really specific vibe out of that kind of show. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, anime is and- interesting. Like, you know, there's this golden age period with all these sort of long form epics that I think completely reformed what the expectations were from the audiences and the studios mm-hmm. kind of irreversibly. Yeah. Yeah, because this is, you know, 
I I would hesitate to call this show slice of life, but it almost feels like it, it comes kind of from is, that. Though. It yeah. is kind of yeah. There's not a there's not they're not trying to take down the company. There's it's not about a, a custody of, battle. Yeah. It's like I love that mm-hmm. at the heart of it. Like this is not uh, goons trying to reclaim the robot because it's missing yeah. military intelligence. They're trying to get custody over the child. He, he doesn't matter, right? Like yeah, it's it is that small of a scale, and I love that because everything is so petty when you look at and it under that and lens. And it's heightened between this mad scientist and CEO, right? Like it, it, yeah, you can still take it to kind of to absurd levels. This custody battle, yeah, because it's not just yeah. regular old mom and dad. And we're not. What I also like is that it's not necessarily like clear cut which is the worst parent no his parents are so fucked up like because they both <laughs> love him and they both mm-hmm. are incredibly damaged dangerous people yeah yeah it's clear that Rinosuke wants to stay with his dad but i think it's not because his dad has like proven himself to be a competent guardian i think it's because he hates his mom more yeah like and mom i mean the mom is toxic let's be clear. oh yeah <laughs> she she is hugely problematic but she does concede the battle at the end right like oh what's she does it wasn't a fair wager my goons fucked it up yeah yeah no it's it's i don't know it's it's interesting i mean in the middle of it it's just this like chaotic I shan't, you know the kid kids I shan't just having fun with the over a technicality yeah um, but when, so there's, I don't really understand when the, when the weird submersible robot shows up, uh, but I guess the goons have kind of gone off, gone off the deep end here on their, they, on their scheme. They have a lot of leeway, the two, the two <laughs> goons, and one of them is far more violent than the other. And That's she's right. the one, she's the one that shows up with the, with the octopus robot, uh, and I think she does that all on her own, to be perfectly honest. I but think the that... undersea battle between the robot and Nuku Nuku is dope. And when she's just it's like so ripping good. apart its robot guts, it's really visually entertaining. It's and like, she's, yeah, you, you don't expect this show to be this well animated at all. No. Uh, oh, yeah. It was definitely a moment during that fight where I was like, oh, shit, this red this... ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny. I love it. It's also like interesting from a blocking perspective, because like. Mm-hmm. There's the sequence, right? I mean, we're not we don't have to go over all the minutiae of the plot, but like the the octopus robot drags Nuku Nuku down and is like, hey, let's see, you know, she's like, let's see how much water pressure you can withstand and just goes straight down into the depths. And as Nuku Nuku is like freaking out, uh, she does the only thing that she can do, which is, you know, all of her limbs are bound. She starts headbutting the octopus robot just repeatedly and the, the goon in there is laughing and then is like oh fuck because she's headbutting full on cracks in and water's getting in now she's yeah like, she's oh about to God. pop like a billionaire <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah it's it was cool she was just like the panic headbutting was like very neat to me yeah uh yeah, it and it cool. forced them forces them both to surface and continue the battle on the surface and it was it's just fun it's Fun, yeah, in, in, in uh, not ingenious. What am I trying to say? There's there's ingenuity, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the other plot that's happening is that the mom has showed up at the beach with her mega yacht, uh-huh. and her decision <laughs> is to not go through Nosuke, is to go through Yoshimi, his friend, and to sort of like win her heart. And if she can win her over, then maybe she can have you know bring Rinosuke with. And so she like kind of I don't know like snatches her like, dream <laughs> she inception machines. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's so weird. I we we come back from essentially the the mid episode commercial break 
And we're already like, we don't have explanation for what we're seeing. We're already in the inception dream where like mom has somehow gotten Yoshimi onto her yacht and is showing her all of her nice things and offering her a dress. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, and I'm like, what's happening? And she's like, if you were to someday wed Runosuke, then I would be your mother, right? In that case, you ought to be able to accept it. That's true, ma'am. Ma'am is for strangers. You can call me mother, okay? I'll be your mom. And when the camera pans out and we see the goon with a spooky machine attached to her fucking <laughs> head while she's asleep, it's like, oh, no, this isn't real. She's just, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> and like all of the all of the all of the rules of of engagement are out the window if it's not directly r- related to Renosuke, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can't set Renosuke, but his friends are fair game. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I love how how like zero to sixty that went with the plan is just really good. Yeah. So, I do yeah. have to say, un- this is surely not intentional, but there's that flaming lip song Yoshimi battles the pink robots, and I believe that the octopus robot is sort of a pinkish hue. I got red. You're right. Um, but yeah, it's maybe pinkish, yeah. It could be intentional. Who knows? Maybe they loved all-purpose maybe cultural cat girl The Nuku flaming Nuku. lips love Nukunuku. Who does? God, she's so cultural. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the super yacht becomes like the... Uh, the place where so uh yoshimi is clearly hypnotized and yeah. renosuke is not convinced because she's getting really weird and calling him calling her mom and he's like i don't know what's going on here but this sucks and i don't <laughs> like mom and mom gives up on her other plan and just takes the kids in the super yacht and starts driving away from the beach and uh and that's when the octopus battle happens and mm-hmm. the climax of that has Nuku Nuku throwing the octopus straight up into the air and it lands down onto the yacht and just fucking capsizes it. Yes. But um, also, crucially, in order for her to swim and to do this, we have the dad who has shown up with Uncle Uncle Shinjo. Yes. And the dad has developed a mermaid. What is it? The mermaid suit? version calls mermaid machine mermaid machine it's a flipper it's a flipper yeah. and a new bikini uh-huh. uh-huh and and some like new like face antenna or something and the camera mm-hmm. let's be let's be honest does find times to linger on her oh, it, flipping it, it, it's fully lecherous it's yeah. so it goes lecherous. it goes there <laughs> there's a lot of butt shots like there's a lot going on in this it's you know we know. That's I don't know. There. I, I I don't know if it's just me. I just feel as the viewer, we're kind of going through the motions of being a pervy anime, but she's yes. so she's so desexed to me at this point. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't. It's just kind of funny to me. What we're do, I kind doing, of agree. doing all this perverted stuff to this to this robot that I could be I couldn't be less attracted to. Yeah, no, I yeah. I, I I basically fully agree. It was like the animators pulled out their their usual etchy fan service you know how-to book and just said well all right we do that for this scene but let's but like it doesn't it doesn't feel connected like it yeah she's not mm-hmm. a she's not that that's not and what the, she is the way like she the writer could... didn't care about it but somebody no. on the animation team did and now yeah. that she's in the flipper i mean i guess she was in the flipper for the fight scene we just hadn't mentioned it uh it brings a, another layer of uh, of dynamism to the to the fight scene i think she looks she's cool mm-hmm. as she's kind of moving around like a dolphin Yes, it's very cool. It's very, very yeah. cool. 
Um, yeah. Oh, and so when so then when when the the squid robot lands and creates this like punches this hole in the super yacht and the yacht is sinking, uh, Renosuke grabs onto this like metal thing <laughs> and has saved his mom. And on this like piece of metal, his hand draws blood. And this is the cut that happens. And mm-hmm. it happens when he is saving his mom from death. And uh, his hand starts bleeding, and then Nuku Nuku saves them. Um, and it was like, oh, this is just clever. This is just good. Yeah. It's just like a yeah. fun way to pay this off. Very and, much. Uh, and so then, of course, the henchwomen are like, uh, 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 he got cut, so we better <laughs> take the kid. Okay, Kusaku, do you remember your promise? If Renosuke was hurt, then you would return Renosuke to his mother immediately. Is that true, Dad? Well, it's all rather circumstantial, you know. Come on, you. Let's go then. Stop! Let me go! Let go! Come on! Stop this at once! My dear Ronosuke was injured while saving his mother. I cannot take him from his father this way. And Mom will do it. Yeah, she won't do it. She feels the guilt. She feels like uh, we did kind of, we did kind of <laughs> fuck this one up. <laughs> a little bit is on us. Yeah, yeah. You cannot ignore that. And uh, and so that's basically where they where they roll credits. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 stop for a moment to throw the gift dress uh, off the cliff. Oh yeah, uh, from Yoshimi. And then they go, Yoshimi's like weird. Yeah, yacht and dress, weird, weird her yacht, yeah. her yacht fashion, her boating, fa- her boating clothes. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then they go back to having fun at the beach. It's just, it's fun. It's a good self-contained episode. I like the way it builds on what happened in the first episode. First episodes often are not as good as things that come after because they got to set everything up. And so I, I, I'm glad this followed up with something good. I, I was really pleased coming back on this. I liked the first. Yeah, one. yeah. So, yeah. fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's it. Should we go to wrap up? Should we bob forward to the wrap up? <laughs> yeah. Let's bob. Austin. Yeah. Um, This was Andy's theme, but now we're so invested in Austin's wet I, meat. Yeah, I think we have, I, to, we have to cut <laughs> it to the home scene. See what he's, see I just, what he's up I, to. Let's have a vignette with Austin. The, well, the viewers chose and... <laughs> That's the thing is like, you know, we got normal, we got normal stuff. We went, you know, I, yeah, I picked up my- Yeah, you got bananas and yeah, clams and eggs. Yeah. All for that one meal that I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Banana clams. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> over easy. <laughs> over Banana clams over easy. But you, I, yeah. How's, how's this working out for you, bud? Well, here's, here's the deal. Um, I couldn't really get it out of the store, but yeah, you try, I saw you try and use the self checkout and that did not go well. Well, the problem too, is that you hit the bumps when you're going out the door and then the water <laughs> just sloshes mm-hmm. everywhere and it becomes a noticeable, a noticeable thing. And Diced. I figured <laughs> that I just called my son and had him show up at, at the store oh. and we are just, we're doing the wet meat. We're eating the wet meat here. Oh, tailgating. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, um, wait a minute. Inside the store still? Inside the store still, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What, so. you're, you're like hiding in an aisle somewhere? Did you take Again, it to the I'm bathroom? I'm training him to be a cat burglar. So <laughs> we are just trying to keep, keep it on the out. move. You just got to keep moving. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Take a little bite here. Keep moving. <laughs> wow. This is this is fun. That's, a, that's What a fun life you have. <laughs> yeah, All right. Yeah, so it. I want to. Can we debrief on our second helpings? Yes. Let's do um, that. I guess my question is a little bit more. <laughs> uh, did anything? I mean, I think I think we kind of know we were getting into for the most part. Um, anything was uh, was anything a big departure for you? It, it enjoyment wise. Well, um, I think I was surprised by how much I didn't like fighting foodons on a second helping. Yeah, it didn't quite hold up. Maybe it was just a stinker, um, but I don't feel like I really am dying to see more at this point either. I no. don't know, man. It had a pizza ghost. It did uh, have a pizza ghost. It was a funny <laughs> premise. I could see more if we had the right, you know, situation to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was, I don't know. It, it didn't feel like it had the, the the same kind of chaos magic that the first one had. Yeah. But, I mean, it also, it seems like we skipped a few episodes and it does seem like it is another heavily serialized thing. Yeah, so, yeah. which is why I wanted to make sure we saw are you, are you episode two. Yeah. Are you, are you perhaps thinking that we would have understood the pizza ghosts more if we'd watched the, <laughs> the several episodes the lead up? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> there's I a lot of character so. references and things going on. I put, I'm a boss yeah. on that. Yeah. I mean, and then there's Samurai Pizza Cats, which is delightful all Incredible. the time. Great. Uh, amazing. I think I think variable <laughs> levels of amazing, right? I mean, it's not always full-on banger, but I feel like I could come mm-hmm. back to Pizza Cats whenever the hell now, I wanted. Okay, now this is fun. I actually, I don't think I mentioned this on the show, but I found on Crunchyroll, they do have the original mm, that'd uh, be fun. Japanese. They do have Get the original Japanese. Do some comparisons. So, and I did, watch, I did watch the... Uh, uh, the episode that we saw for this one, I, the, uh, the, the bad bird, like going to get a job uh-huh. and everything. Um, so I watched that whole episode in Japanese and subtitles. Was um, it less funny? It was less funny, but how, but it was honestly plot wise, almost identical. Hmm. Um, hmm. like a lot of elements, like it is, I can definitely say without a doubt that they had scripts, like they had like translated mm-hmm. scripts. This was not like guessing. There were very yeah, specific okay. things that they were taking and then adding bits to, yeah, you know, like yeah, who's were... to say they had good ones, but they probably had. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, there were but episodes there were, that yeah. sounded like they were just making it up based on like, mm-hmm. based on the visuals, you know, like the things that the things, the actual lines being said were outrageously nonsensical. Yeah. I, also, I mean, they basically I also challenge you to tell me that blown up with people came up <laughs> from, from. Uh, yes. I would love to go and, and, and check that one out. I would love to see what that one is supposed to be. Blown up with people. God, what the fuck? Yeah. They basically just like fill any dead air with like gags. Yeah. Basically what they do. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would, I don't know. I would love to keep watching All Purpose Cultural Cat Nuku Nuku. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I yeah, really yeah, had a great yeah. time. There's Breezy only fun. six episodes in the OVA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I would certainly watch Men in Black in the right pairing. Yep. Yeah. Superbook, Galaxy maybe Ranger? not so much. No. Superbook, Galaxy, Galaxy Rangers, Ranger. I don't know. You know, I, I love it enough to give it a shot from time to time, but I know yeah. it's never going to. God, it's it's just a. I think I would call it a pretty safe B B to B plus. Like you know, you're gonna have a pretty fun time. 
It's mm-hmm. not going to be completely Looney Tunes. But yeah, exactly. now we know that sometimes they're a little slow. just kind of mid. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of mid. And For then... sure. Samurai Pizza Cats. Yeah. Mostly same story. Um, uh, I don't know that I need to watch a lot of it in succession. But, no. you know, when we find the time to watch an episode, it's always fun. And that's how I, I watched it when I was a kid. was like every now and again, I'd turn to WB or whatever. And it's like, oh, Pizza Cats. <laughs> and I would enjoy it for what it was in the moment. And then I would not like religiously watch it. It kept yeah. its magic. Yeah, that's, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the but big Nuka surprise Nuka. to me was Nuka Nuka, which I didn't know. I knew I liked it a lot for what it was in the first episode. But I did not know. I had no idea it would at all hold up. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. so kind of interested in this in these parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, and the funny thing, too, is that it seems like they've made like three or four versions of this show. Like they've done like so this weird. original OVA and then did like another OVA and then like a movie or in a TV series. Yeah. OK, it was two OVAs and one anime series. Mm hmm. Really, really. Bizarre. Yeah, there's something there to keep people coming back to it. And, you know, in a way. Uh, this is I don't want to get to deep weeb. OK, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying that out loud. I'm not trying to get deep weeb. Look, I but... just got my hand on the buzzer, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Demerits will be, will be noted. <laughs> In a way, this show is on the coattails of another show that I think might be interesting if we uh, watched alongside it, if we wanted to come back to, um, because it feels very much like it's trying to do Urusei Yatsura. And it's another kind of like fish out of water girl that like, you know, comes to Earth. I think she's actually an alien. In I remember the yeah, I remember the alien babe thing Is being kind Lum? of a thing in anime for a while. Lum. There's some there's yeah. some hottie who has no idea about humans, uh huh, <laughs> and has to fit in and all that. No, oh, the shenanigans. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's Lum, and so like that's that's from the seventies. Yeah. Uh, and my girl, Rumiko I don't know Takahashi. Yes, yes, it is. It is Rumiko, isn't it? So like, I do. I think that might be interesting because it's like an even older. Of the same like shtick. We haven't done but, dark uh, anime in a while. We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Patreon. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, fun, fun arc, fun times. Thanks for coming along with us, everybody. And uh make sure to keep your keep your food meat you keep your me- meats wet. Keep your meat your, wet. Keep your meat wet. <laughs> And you can and your cl- and you can kiss your clams. <laughs> oh, that's last week, wet. isn't it? We know. Clams. I don't know. Cut it. Who knows? <laughs> Time is an illusion. <laughs> Let's pop forward. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>